0: Well, hello and a very warm welcome. I'm not in the Bothy. I'm not even in Scotland at the moment. I'm uh, here in Washington. Where am I? I'm in Washington State in the northwest corner of the United States of America, specifically in a place called the Littlefield Centre in Mount Vernon to be exact. And that's home of the wonderful organisation that is the Celtic Arts Foundation. So, uh, yeah, we're, what, a couple of hours or so north of Seattle, roughly halfway to the Canadian border. Well, that's the way I think of it anyway. And I'm amongst friends here who have come along to help me. Uh, say hello, friends.
1: Yeah. Hello, friends.
0: <laughs> Excellent. They've been practising that for hours. That's a big moment. <laughs> Great to be amongst friends. Welcome to episode
2: 33. Enjoy your piping with Gary West in association with RG Hardy Bagpipes.
0: Yes, indeed, you are listening to Enjoy Your Piping and I am Gary West. And that was Ur Ely telling you what you're listening to. And as always, uh, thanks so much to RG Hardy Bagpipes, my sponsor, wonderful... Glasgow based company. Everything's made in Scotland and it goes all over the world. Probably out to here as well on this west coast. And uh, yeah, as I said before, Christmas is coming up. Do check out their website if you want anything bagpipey or Scottishy <laughs> at all. Uh, they make uh, fantastic stuff. And if you're new to the podcast and you haven't uh, listened already, go and check out episode 12. ...because I take you on a tour of the Bagpipe Factory in that. I think it was episode 12 anyway. So, uh, but now we're up to episode 33. And as I said, I'm here uh, in the the headquarters of the Celtic Arts Foundation. Um, I love this place. It's a home from home for me. I've been coming, well, this is my third time this year... I've been coming for many years. I think I've lost count, but I think it's roughly about 15. Maybe some of the people here in this room can can confirm that later. But it's certainly been uh, many times, and I've made a lot of good friends, several of whom are here in the room. Let's hear you again. Hey. See, just to prove that they're not just a recording, they are actually here. Um, One of the things that um, the Foundation has been doing over the years is run a winter school, um, just a little bit away from here, west of Seattle, out on the Kitsap um, Peninsula, in a lovely little place there. Uh, called Seabec, and it's been running for many years. I've had the pleasure of coming over to teach at that, uh, I I think about 15 times or thereabouts. Um, And there's uh, kind of two parts to that, as I've probably explained before. There's the Highland Pipes and Drums part, Um, And there's the kind of folky bit as well, when um, some of us who teach small pipes, uh, border pipes, fiddles, guitars, accompaniment and so on, we get together. And one year, a few years back, I can't remember exactly which year it was, just before lockdown anyway, um, we all took the chance while we were over to go into a studio here, a fantastic studio actually, not far from where we're sitting right now to make an album. And I've shared some of that music with you. Uh, over the months, I think, and you're going to get a little bit more of it now. This is some of the folkies. So if I remember correctly, um, this was Wendy McIsaac and Andrea Beaton, Troy McGillivray, Katie McNally, Ross Martin on guitar, myself on small pipes. So this is the master of Scottish arts, folk band. Mm -hmm. Well trained, they're even uh, applauding the records, the, the stuff that I'm just playing in from the computer. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, Yeah, so that was um, the MSA, the Master of Scottish Arts folk band, um, s- rounding off there with "Smelling Fresh," great real modern reel from James Duncan Mackenzie, and uh, the name of that album that we made is "Westering Home." I'll put a link down below in the notes so that you can uh, find out more about it, or even buy it, perhaps. And there's a, it's not just an album, it's not just an audio recording. Uh, there was a, a whole kind of film, documentary made about the making of that, the recording of that album, and a little bit about the Celtic Arts Foundation. So, um, yeah, its uh, it was a great project to be part of. And as I said, I'll put some of the information on that down in the notes below. Now, Willie McCallum is a Highland Piper who comes out here. He's well known out here. He's been coming out for longer than I have, I think. Um, He was on that album as well. And I just want to take the chance to say congratulations to Willie on having been inducted into the Scottish Traditional Music Hall of Fame last weekend at the Travelers. There you go, Willie, if you're listening. There's your fan base over here saying congratulations. And very well deserved, that was. Willie's been such a a fantastic player who's led the way for many decades now. Um, Not just as a player, and he's one of the very finest players in the world, as you'll know, but uh, as a great teacher as well. Um, And um, yeah, just it's, it's so nice to see Willie get that recognition. And talking of the Trad Awards... Uh, as you might have heard, uh, because I've been banging on about it for weeks, <laughs> EYP was nominated uh, in the music in the media category. Well, we didn't win.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, boo. Yeah. Anyway, well done to travelling folk uh, on on the BBC. Yeah. Don't ap- don't applaud too loudly for them. <laughs> On BBC Radio Scotland, they took that award, and very well deserved it is to uh, Anna Massey, doing a wonderful job in the regular presenter's chair these days. Anna is no stranger to this these parts; she was out at Winter School uh, last year, certainly. And well done, also from uh, staying on the Trad Awards to the people's Ford Baulkham and Bathgate on winning Pipe Band of the Year in the year in which they won their first world title. So uh, very well deserved. Yeah. I played them on the, on the show last week, actually. But anyway, I digress, because I was supposed to be telling you all about Willie McCallum. I seem to have gone off on one here. About Willie being inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, let's get a bit of music from Willie. This was recorded at the National Piping Centre in recitals some years back, 1997, I think it was. And he begins here with Nelly's Struths Bay. This is Willie McCallum. Great playing as always from Willie McCallum. He started that set with Nellie's Strathspey. Also, in there were the Reel of Bogie Don Rueg, the Piping Poodle, don't know about that tune, great title, The Night We Had the Goats, which doesn't get much better, <laughs> the famous bridge in at House, Loch and Doon, and the Periwig. And uh, as I mentioned, I'm here at the Celtic Arts Foundation. Headquarters, the Littlefield Center in Mount Vernon, in Washington State, and I'm here with lots of friends who are either uh, regular supporters uh, of the of the foundation, and um, or we have a few board members as well. The important people, the important <laughs> people. We're going to we're going to describe their table to you very shortly. It's a very special table, and uh, the organisation was the brainchild of the late Sky Reichendiffer. Differ. Uh, sadly, Sky passed away just over a year ago after a short illness. He was a great friend to many of us on both sides of the Atlantic. And, uh, well, we've paid tributes to Sky in various ways uh, before on this podcast. But Sky, as I always say, would have been the first to say, the show must go on, stop greeting West and get on with it. And that's exactly what's happening. The show is going on here. And now at the helm and doing a wonderful job already. Just a few months into the post is Kayleigh Schmidt. And a little earlier, before this rabble appeared here, (laughs) Kayleigh took me on a wee tour of the building to show me that. Well, Kayleigh, thanks for giving me a wee tour of where it all happens, where it looks like we're in the main office. What happens here? Is this where you hang out?
3: This is where I hang out and pretend to know exactly what's going on all the time. Uh, Yes, we are in my office, and this was also Sky Reichendeifer's office, who is the founder of the Celtic Arts Foundation. And he started this organization in 1997 to sponsor, encourage, and promote Celtic culture through educational activities and events. And that is what has been happening here ever since. So headquarters here um, at the Littlefield Celtic Centre is our physical location. And this is sort of the admin side of things where we write lots of emails and mail a lot of important documents. And then... The
0: kind of thing that gives me an invitation to come out here.
3: (laughs) Yes, thank you for accepting. (laughs) Yes, That is a lot of what we do here is... um, trying to bring out some of our favourite musicians and uh, cultural ambassadors.
0: Well, I've never been called that before, but uh, that's that's very nice. I remember, um, well, Sky used to do it from his house, I remember, because I remember when there was great excitement when this building, which was not like it is now, was, uh, was purchased. And it was, if I remember, just a little house, really.
3: Yes, we are in the side of the Littlefield Celtic Center that was originally a home. Um, I want to say definitely over a 100 years old, um, the foundation, because it floods every year. That's how we know. Um, and it was purchased in 2012, I believe, and renovated to become the office um, at 1124 Cleveland Avenue in Mount Vernon. Um, from there, the renovations, um, after they were complete... The next lot over was purchased, and an addition was put on to create an events center. And this side has stayed the same as a cozy office.
0: Certainly, I'm just um, looking at some of the things adorning the walls here, and uh, my my gaze has been attracted, first of all, to uh, Fred Morrison's tune. Now I know Fred is a is a, a another regular out here, and has been for some time. He, of course, composed a jig for Sky. Um, if you're if you know the jig Sky and you assume it's about the island, it's not. It's about Sky, right? differ our, our late friend, um, and a, a fantastic tune it is too. That one. Um, I'm sure I've played it on here. Many times, but uh, yeah, and then the Highland Games. Now, um, those of you who have been regular listeners for a long time might recall that I did a a program, an episode in the summer from uh, the Skagit Valley Highland Games, and uh, so that's one of the other key things, obviously, that that you do.
3: Yes, that is, I would say, the the biggest event that the organization puts on, uh, and I think the first Skagit Valley Highland Games that Sky started was. 1995, which was two years before they started the foundation. Um, So that event was already in full swing uh, when we came around. And it happens the second full weekend of July, as you said. Um, We have over 10,000 people every year uh, through the gates. we have got athletics competitions and pipe bend competitions and all the things that you would expect to see. Um, And we start planning that, well, probably a month ago, um, but really in earnest starting at the beginning of 2024 seven months looking out into the the summer season
0: well it was great to get the chance to go there come here uh, this year for the first time although i've been here many many times before uh, I'd, I'd never been to the games before and, and they're fantastic anyway yeah let's there's lots to explore here so let's have a wee a wee wander around the corridors of Celtic art on the walls as you might expect in the Celtic arts foundation uh, oh some lovely uh, stained glass up there um, I don't know if oh well clearly specifically made because it's got Celtic Arts Foundation written on it. <laughs> What's happening here?
3: <laughs> There's a Yes, each office has a panel above the door um, that was beautiful, unique, handmade artwork um, in stained glass with different pictures of, we have standing stones, we have dancers, we have flags, um, pipers, and lots of Celtic goodies.
0: Certainly is very nice it is too. And I, I'm going to sneak in here, in here to the boardroom come library. Because this, um, I kind of wish we were on television for a minute here, because that is just the most amazing table I think I've ever seen. Um, I remember Sky telling me about this. This is the boardroom table. Um, it's uh, I, I can't remember the detail. Do you?
3: Oh, this is going to push my knowledge, but I do know it was a from one giant tree. And I can't remember if it was right there or if it was a, a home in Bellingham where this came um, from. And also Sky's desk is made out of that same piece of wood, actually. Um, it is ginormous and has <laughs> a great live edge. And uh, This is where we have our board meetings uh, every month.
0: It's one of these squiggly edged tables, but uh, beautiful wood. And a lovely photo there, actually, of Sky with uh, two great pipers from... These parts, well, from this continent, at least, Jack Lee and Bruce Gandy, again, very close friends of of the uh, foundation. Um, I'm just turning around to your your growing library here, which gets bigger every time I come, certainly. Um, And, oh, look, again, we're not television. See if I can (laughs) tell you in sound. The Dagenham Girl Pipers. Now, they they have been... um, Something that I've known about for many, many years, but I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know if they actually existed uh, or if it was a kind of myth, but they do. And there's a picture. All right, I, I hereby undertake to research a bit more about the Dagenham Girl Pipers, but there's a book right here. <laughs> Excellent. We'll re- I'll read that next time I come back. And uh, Oh, a nice set of Waverley novels from Walter Scott. And uh, a lot of music collections. I'm, I know they're not all in this room, but uh, obviously that's a key part Um of, uh, of what you do is, is, uh, well, it's all, a lot of it's about music.
3: Yeah. We are very lucky to have a lot of generous, um, folks donating their materials, whether they be books, sheet music, albums, old vinyl, um, lots of different things that we can catalog. And, uh, we have a wonderful volunteer team that is doing all of that archiving and, um, making it searchable. On the database so that someone could come in and say how do I find out about those girl pipers and type it in and Bob's your uncle
0: yeah absolutely fantastic great work Um, and moving on out into the kind of main main reception area I suppose again some lovely displays and one of the most important bits (laughs) just passing the beer which I have to say is very good. I've been sampling a little bit of it this this week. Um, another bar with some some wine and spirits. I'm telling you, this is this is the place to come. And uh, a beautiful kind of reception hall here at the moment, uh, decked out for Christmas. Um, and uh, yeah, this. I mean, uh, when you arrive here for a concert, this this is pretty special, isn't it?
3: Yeah, this is a really multi-purpose space that we have. Um, we flip back and forth between having sessions and dance classes, scotch tasting galas, concerts. Um, so we have to be really versatile and easily flip around a space to make it work in an hour um, from a different purpose than what it was before. But this lobby is just this is a really well-designed building and there's a everything you could possibly need to do any of those things and this lobby really sets the tone I think when you walk in for what kind of organization this is.
0: Lobby is the word I was struggling to <laughs> find there. Yeah, that's um we don't really use that word by the way. Well, we we kind of do. But um uh it means something that de- it means a little tiny little space in the house back home. Anyway, this is this is a very fine lobby and Again, some beautiful artwork, um, adorning the door into the main hall. Uh, Sky's Great Hall is a, a, a sign up the top there, and the Celtic Arts Foundation again. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, a very welcoming sight. And on into the main hall here with a stage, black curtained, um, behind and I have to say, I remember when when Sky was deciding what to buy, but state-of-the-art gear.
3: Yes, he spared no expense putting this place together. It's quite remarkable. Um, Sound treatment designed for Highland bagpipes, which you don't get in many venues, uh, especially around here. So it makes it unique in that way. We can fit about 140 folks for a concert or about 110 for some seated event with tables like a dinner or something like that um on saturday we had the winter kaylee with gary and he with you <laughs> you're right there <laughs> and um we had 115 people eating meat pies and listening to piping on saturday night and that was a hoot
0: it was a hoot and the worst raffle i've ever seen but let's more on that and <laughs> on So the other thing, or one of the other things I know you've been doing a lot of here, is sessions. And I've had the pleasure this trip and many others of sitting in on, in. what I have to say are magnificent sessions. They're not just like little things in the corner. They fill this full, full room here. And um, yeah, that's obviously that kind of participation thing is obviously very important for you.
3: That is a big part of what we want to do here um, and that we have continued to do is provide a space and a welcoming environment for folks that want to play sessions. We currently have a monthly Sunday Scottish session. Um, that that was the one that you saw on Sunday. And I think we had 30, 35 musicians there. Lots of small pipes, this one, um, fiddles, guitars, harp, flute, mandolin, probably some other instruments. Cello. Cello, yes. We have a very strong cello scene around here, especially in Celtic stuff.
0: Well, thanks to Kayleigh for that tour. It really is a magnificent building and Kayleigh is making her way as I speak to take her seat beside the piano and we're going to get a tune from her and hubby Aaron. Uh, They're going to start here with uh, three tunes. The reel of Rio is the first one, then the Quine Quine Ferrini and Johnny Wilmot's
2: Fiddle. Take it away, guys. (laughs)
0: Fantastic, guys. That's Kayleigh and Aaron uh, with uh, three tunes. The reel of Rio, as I said, the Quiney, Fioriney and Johnny Wilmot's fiddle. And there's plenty more from them coming right up. But to the Great Highland bagpipe next. And, uh, Zephan Nickel is an excellent piper, as you're about to hear, who lives around these parts, or not too far away anyway. Uh, He's come across the border from Canada, uh, not that long ago, and uh, he's living down this way, making his, his living from, teaching and uh, we'll, we'll get a little chat with, with Zefan uh, a little later as well. But um, yeah, he's been making the trip across to Scotland uh, for the past few years to compete in the big solo contests there. The likes of the Argyllshire Gathering and the Northern Meeting, really making a name for himself there and of course on this side of the Atlantic as well. But as I said, we'll have a chat and find out more about that. And he plays with one of the top pipe hands anywhere in the world, the Simon Fraser University so let's uh, have a tune or two from Zephyr, first of all. Uh, first up is a tune called Return from Glengarry. Zephyr Nickel. Yeah. A lively bunch here. They're a lively bunch. <laughs> Great stuff. And Zefan, that was fantastic. Um, what were you playing there? Rounding off with something I recognize, I think, composed by a pal of mine from the past.
2: Yeah, it was a real arrangement of Gordon Duncan's jig, Rory Gallagher. Great stuff. So, sounding good, sounding very good, lovely, lovely
0: instrument. What's uh, do you want to tell us anything about your instrument, what you're playing there?
2: Oh, I might have to. Uh, I'm on a very new set of drones, actually, made by Andrew Lee of Lee & Sons Bagpipes. Uh, Just got them on November 11th, actually, and uh, playing a chanter made by McCallum Bagpipes. It's the Bruce Gandy Chanter, and a lovely chanter read in there by uh, Jamie Elder. Lovely. Well, they're sounding great, that's for sure.
0: So, yeah, I was... uh just saying there in the introductions that you, you've come across the border,
2: but you're a, you're a Canadian fellow. Where did you learn your piping? I am a Canadian fellow. So I started piping in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, started piping just before I turned 14, actually, and started as, a, as an air cadet. And luckily got hooked up with a grade one player for lessons quite quickly. Uh, Andrew Grant was my original teacher, and then went to a high school in Edmonton that had a pipe band. And Arnie Stone was the teacher there. And I think those two really got me going. And before I knew it, I was uh, playing with the Alberta Caledonia Pipe Band, a grade one band.
0: And talking of grade one bands, you're playing with the Simon Fraser University these days. Um, And uh, yeah, your big concert last year in Glasgow, the pre-Worlds concert, as we tend to call it. Uh, I have to admit, I missed it because, well, I admitted that to you the other night, didn't I? But uh, for good reason, because I was on duty elsewhere. Um, That's the trouble with uh, Piping Live, of course. There's so much great stuff on at the same time sometimes. So I was uh, on duty in the Piping Centre that night. So I didn't get to hear it, but I've heard very good things about it. And uh, by all accounts, a great night.
2: It was a great night. And uh, I totally identify with missing a lot of great performances during Piping Live. Uh, We were busy rehearsing all week for the concert and of course the world championship. So didn't get to see everything. I wish I could have been in five places at once. Um, but the concert went really, really well. Uh, this is my 10th year with the Simon Fraser university pipe band. And my first season also happened to be a concert year. And, uh, they really do, uh, really does take a toll in terms of the amount of memorization and, and preparation that goes into, uh, learning all of that music. But, uh, I mean, it was a really good night and a well-received concert all around. So we were all very happy with it.
0: And I believe you've got a scoop for me, because you've brought with me or sent ahead a recording of one of your sets from that night. And I'm very, very delighted about this, that I get to be the first, I think, to broadcast um, some of that concert from the night. And uh, a very special set at that um, is your tribute to the great Dysart and Dundonald.
2: Yeah, that's right. And and this set was sort of the brainchild of Alan Bevan and uh, lead drummer Reed Maxwell. Reed was, of course, a member of their drum corps in the late 70s and won the Worlds with Dysart, I think, the when they were in their heyday. And uh, Alan and Reed pulled together some tunes from their favorite Dysart and Dundonald medleys. And, of course, uh, Reed wrote some drum scores that sort of fit the period. And um, we played that set uh, with a slightly pared-down drum core, five snares, and just two tenors. Uh, and you'll notice a couple uh, nods, nods of the hat, I guess, to the Dysert and Dundonald pipe band with, with the delayed E attack at the beginning, and, uh, and a couple specific, uh, I guess, musical quotes from some of their popular medleys. <sighs>
0: stuff. That's our small audience here sounding like a very big audience from Glasgow. Uh, that was the Simon Fraser University in action last summer uh, in, in August, just past there, in Glasgow, in the pre-Worlds Concert, as it's called. And Zephan, um yeah, that tribute to Dysart takes me back, I have to say, because that was my that was my very early experience of pipe bands around that time. My first World Championships, I think was 1976, Dysart were just kind of on the fringe, on the edge of, of making it big and they made it big. The next two years they won the Worlds 77 and 78 um, and then in 1979 I think they took second place. I remember that one very well because that was Nottingham. It was a, the first two-day event and it was the time when uh, a band, a pipe band from very close to where we are right now was the Crow Flies. Uh, made their mark on the World Pipe Band Championships. Uh, yeah, remind us who that was.
2: It must have been the Triumph Street Pipe Band uh, under the leadership of Hal Senek. Very, very popular piping judge and teacher in our parts.
0: It was indeed, yeah. And they just, uh, there were a breath of fresh air, I remember. I mean, I was very young, 1979, I was 12. Uh, but I, I just remember, and the drum corps, uh, just were very special I, and, and I met a couple of the fellows actually when I was over here last uh, earlier this year in the summer uh, some of the old uh, guys from well, not old but uh, <laughs> the, the, the veterans from the band and had a good chat with them Anyway, talking of pipe bands and piping you're, you're um, responsible here along with the Celtic Arts Foundation for getting some new people involved um, there's a, a, a new class. Do you want to tell us all about that?
2: Sure, Gary. We've got uh, a new intro to bagpipes class happening here at the Celtic Arts Foundation. We've actually just run our first eight week course, and uh, we had three different sections coming out every Tuesday for eight weeks. Uh, over 20 students, an age range from eight to 91 all brand new on the practice chanters, and uh, they kind of finished up their their first run of eight weeks with a performance at the Celtic Arts Foundation Winter Cayley this f- past uh, Saturday, which went over really, really well, and uh, was well received by the audience.
0: It certainly was. One of whom was me, and I was very impressed, I have to say. And uh, there, there's at least one, maybe more, at least one in the uh, in the room right now uh, I think we should give them a belated round of applause because it was so good after just eight lessons. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Sally Reichendiffer, well yeah. done. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, eight to 91, I think you said. So folks, you're never too young and you're never too old to start the backpipes. Uh, right, I'll let you get back on, on stage and get the pipes up again yourself. Uh, what are you going to... Give us this time, or what you are going to start with at least?
2: I've got a set here of march pipes, or horn marches, however which way you want to look at them. Uh, Starting with a tune, a fiddle tune actually, uh, called Kennedy Street by Dan Hugh McEachran.
0: And are there any naughty notes in this one? Because I forgot to mention in in that first set you played, um, uh, a note, would it be a G sharp that we're not used to hearing?
2: Yeah, and introducing the high G sharp into the repertoire, I think that's one of the maybe unintended consequences of the higher pitch that we're all at now. The The modern chanter actually achieves a pretty decent high G sharp with the right naughty fingering, as you put it. Uh, this one is pretty standard. Uh, no naughty notes in this set.
0: Okay, <laughs> you're behaving this time. Great stuff. Zef <laughs> nickel. Great stuff from Zephyr Nickel. Finishing there with Tam Bain's Lum uh, by Donald Shaw Ramsey, I think, yeah. Uh, and one more set coming from Zephin a little later. Now, time for a little bit of song. And this is someone who's not actually in the room right now, uh, but she was here on Saturday night uh, delighting us with uh, a couple of Gaelic songs on stage. Um, and uh, I took the chance because I knew she couldn't come along today to uh, have a wee chat with her backstage, shall we say and uh, get a couple of songs from her. Stacy Gearman
4: H me kutcher ut an bala ni sheen kinman Chil sheen ur naal Heech me kutcher ut an bala vek Dunya son a sull, du mas esk an Hej, mi är mig kutcher utan vall och Is ni kiner ut i kin med en kiel sinna Hej, det är mig kutcher O oh, haniel cloch agar haniel Chanyl tairi vare agakit Futhi tu hiyad rai af shindul abit mi kutcher an tal Is ni sheen ar ut a kinman sheil sheen the naal H mi kutcher ut an tal Or hachev latra fo inch achs ganjia a karstin Or or bjarla and an toal shivna goer agus miawn H mi kutcher than Valvecca Towel, listen me, Sheen the Rutikin, Menchil Sheen the Nowel, H me, Kitchen or Hatch of Lacher in Skinje and a Karst and Coerder, or Bjarla Mounts and Towel, Chivna Gower, August H me, Kitchen it than Towel, listen me, Sheen the Rutikin, Menchil Sheen the H me,
0: Gorgeous, just absolute gorgeous. Now, I'm going to um, try and twist your arm to give us one more. Since we're getting towards Christmas, I think there's a Christmas connection to this one. So what, what is this one?
4: So this one's called um, Tala Christa. Um It's the Christ Child lullaby. Um, so this one, um, as it was told to me, um, is very popular out in the Outer Hebrides. A dear friend of ours who grew up in Bara um, told the story that On Christmas Eve, um, they would come from their homes with lanterns at midnight and walk down to the church singing this song. So, (laughs) Mogul Mograg is made alu, is made Moh, wa, khen, ha, lim, ke, ta, ku, mi, hen, vi, ta, u, ah, Mogulen thul hajal est la, Mogulen kri ha lun schle grag, Gettis len avug an chai, Yis len vobu haushta fas. Hallelujah 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 Get this lead Kinchak sri nan rida nu, stun tay rad li ak virin yak, eri och yen an graz. Halle
0: just gorgeous. I'm speechless. That was And that doesn't happen very often. That was just gorgeous. Stacey, thanks so much. Um you're heading off back down the coast, I think now. What about an hours drive?
4: Yeah, yeah, actually um we're about we're about 2 hours south from here. Um we're a uh, boat ride to drive. <laughs> But uh, always a fun opportunity to come up and uh, uh, spend time at the Celtic Arts Foundation and, of course, among all the wonderful talent and musicians and singers. and
0: <laughs> uh, Such a lovely singer. And uh, although she's not here, guys, let's give her a, a round of applause. <laughs> Stacey Geerman. Anyway, back to the piano and fiddle pairing. Uh, and... Uh, Yeah, such a a lovely sound. Um, Kayleigh, you you told us earlier about what happens here, but we we haven't had the chance to hear much about your music, yourself and Aaron. So um, are you still getting the chance now that you have full-time duties here as director here to actually play some music?
3: I do my best. Uh, I have a session I go to once a week up in Bellingham, and that keeps... My finger's moving in the right direction. And Aaron and I play at home whenever we can. Um, we started playing as a duo in 2020 when we found ourselves at home quite a bit um, and started working on more of a trad repertoire between the fiddle and piano.
0: Lovely. So uh, what are you going to give us next?
3: We are going to play The Road to the by Gary Innes. And then we're going to go into Through the Gates by Russ Berenberg. And then a Finley MacDonald tune called Connell McDonough's, and then finish off with the favorite, Vuntadasgaden by Alan MacDonald. (laughs) ¶¶
0: beautiful music from Kayleigh and Aaron and uh, a huge thanks to them for uh, entertaining us here this afternoon. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm sure you did. So back to uh, some Highland piping just to round things off today, I think. Uh, Zeffin is getting his pipes ready once more and he's starting with another Gordon Duncan tune. We've had a, a couple today. This is Trip to Murray. Fantastic stuff, fantastic tune to round off there from Zephon Nicol, the Alan MacDonald tune, Annie's New Heart. You can hear the extra beats in that piece of music. And uh, Zephan, thanks so much. Uh, great playing and uh, such a joy to have you as a guest here. And that's about it for this week. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed my my visit here over the past week here to the Celtic Arts Foundation. Um, And, uh, yeah, well, I hope you've enjoyed coming along with me to... I uh, haven't had much of a chance tonight to uh, read out any of your correspondence, but keep it coming. It's always great to hear from you here about your journeys in piping, and many of you have been sharing those. And I know for a fact that a lot of people come up to me and say that they really enjoy hearing other people's journeys. And as we've said tonight, there is a whole host of people here in Mount Vernon and the area who are just beginning that journey under Zephon's guidance. Um, So, yeah, keep them coming. Uh, My email is eyp at garywest.scott. That's probably the easiest way to get me. And um, anyway, all being well, I'll be back with you next week and probably take a wee break over Christmas, but uh, I'll tell you about that soon. Uh, Thanks once again to my uh, my sponsor, RG Hardy Bagpipes. And a huge thanks to all of my friends who have come along here to help me with the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get them to sign off in the appropriate manner. Thanks for being with me. Have a great week ahead. And please do...
1: Enjoy your piping!
0: Excellent. See you again, cheers.